0: and welcome to for the love of pomegranate podcast it's myself and paddy back with you again for a very quick burnley preview paddy i think our last 10 minute tirade worked pretty well so i think we'll do it again i think we'll set a timer Mm -hmm. and we will uh we'll we'll attack this burnley preview in the form of a 10 minute tirade and see how it goes before we do that before i hit the timer paddy how is this tuesday treating you so i think it's good
1: uh, miserable. Absolutely miserable. The weather. I'm miserable. The weather's miserable.
0: <laughs> it's uh let's uh, start yeah. on a
1: positive one. Uh? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We, we we found out last night in Ireland that our lockdown is going to extend until the fifth of March. So uh yeah, for me it's a fucking bitter one, and I think the same for Paddy Uh but uh hopefully, hopefully, hopefully the end is in sight. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully the end is in sight. Um but anyway,
1: just get, get that bloody jab into my arm
0: and yep. <laughs> spread my wings over the Villa Park again. Absolutely. The life juice injection, whatever you want to call it. Um, but yeah, as I say, and uh, we do, as I say, we're here to talk to you about Burnley game. Um, it is is we're, we're way in Burnley, I suppose, in, in Turf Moor. And with that, I am going to start our timer and three, two, one, go, Paddy. What's the story with this Burnley game? Um, it'll be
1: tight they're a good solid unit they uh, they don't score many goals they don't concede many goals um, I know they score three against Fulham at the weekend but that's the FA Cup and anything can happen but in general um, you know I don't really go in for the stats but I presume their expected goals are going to be quite low and uh, I would imagine against Burnley ours will be quite low too so um, they're a good solid side well managed well coached and um, they they have a game plan they stick to it and it's worked well for them for the last few years and they're they're an established premier league team now so it'll be tough um on, on paper we should win it um i'm predicting a tight win maybe 1-0 or a 2-1 um it depends really with burnley how early you score whether they get back into it or not um and then if they do get back into it, you've got to go and score and score an additional one, and that and that's generally how they operate when when they're against a team like ourselves, who they wouldn't be expected to beat. So, uh, yeah, that's in brief summary of of how I anticipate the game turning out.
0: Yeah, and I think that's a good synopsis of it to focus on Burnley, and and, and we might chat a small bit about Villa as well. Uh, why not? It is a Villa podcast, but I I think the biggest thing with Burnley is they don't they try not to concede, uh, very dogged. Sean Dyche type um, scenario, like, they have only scored nine goals in the in the Premier League this year. Uh, Chris Wood has got three in their next highest goal scorer is own goal with, along with Ashley Barnes and um the other, the other uh, two guys escaped me. Uh, but they've only scored nine goals. They've only had four assists. So a lot of their goals come from set pieces. They've had four goal set piece goals, one penalty goal, as I said, one own goal. And, and they've only scored four goals from, from open play. So, to put it in context, Jack Reedish is eight assists this year, and he's five goals. Uh, so mm-hmm. you you know it's they're they're a team that do lack a small bit of creativity. They work on a work with a lot of grunt. Their highest performing player at the moment is uh, it seems to be uh, Ashley Westwood by <coughs> by some by some statistical analysis that I, I I viewed earlier on. He's got a lot of minutes. He's a big cog in the wheel for them in midfield. And he keeps things ticking over. He's the he's their kind of metronome inside there, which is good. Which which, which is good to know. But Burnley are they're at the bottom of the table with regards to goals scored, um, and, and how they score them, should I say? So it's uh, look. What I'm trying to get at here is without underestimating them, they're going to have Chris Wood, they're going to have Ashley Barnes, they're going to have Jay Rodriguez in attack. So we need to come with our heading boots on. Sorry, that doesn't work. We can't put heading boots on. We need to come come with uh with our heads screwed on, <laughs> should I say, <laughs> with our heads screwed on, so that we can uh we can deal with all the aerial threat, and uh, it's going to be important. And and you know what? Games like these maybe make me really thankful that we have Emmy Martinez and not maybe an Oren Nyland who wasn't the best at maybe coming and claiming those shots. We have a goalkeeper that's going to come out and going to grab that ball, um. So from that point of view, I'm 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 very 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 excited about it. It's, I don't know what I mentioned already, but Burnley in eight of Burnley's last nine matches, they have the there has been less than two and a half goals in eight of their last nine matches as well, which is uh, just because I suppose to show how gritty they've become since the start of the season.
1: Yeah, they're like they're a good side. Um, as I said before, I like to watch games that were. Um, teams that we're going to play in the next couple of weeks just to see how they're fared out. So I watched them against Liverpool last week in a match that they beat Liverpool 1-0. Bit of a smash and grab in the end, getting a penalty on the 83rd minute. Um, you know, the team that started that day, it looks like Robbie Brady and Charlie Taylor are going to be out. So you're you're looking at the possibility of, of maybe um, what, uh, Walker Peters, is that his name? Can't think of his name.
0: His name escapes me. <laughs> no, Eric Peters. Is it Eric, Eric Peters?
1: Peters? Eric Peters. Yeah. So he, he'll probably step in at left back. Uh, be interesting to see then who they pick in place of Robbie Brady. But the team is fairly consistent. Um, uh, Danger man for me. You know. You know. You mentioned the strikers, but I, I really like Dwight McNeil. I think he's a really good yeah. uh, attacking winger. Um, you know, playing playing in a four four two. He he does he does the role very well. He, he attacks very well and defends quite well as well. So uh, and we, of course we've got our two returning uh, ex-villains in Matt Loughton and Ashley Westwood. So yeah, it's it's not going to be an easy game by any stretch. Um, you know we know what we're going to get with the exception of Man City and 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 Chelsea putting putting goals on Fulham. Um, it, it, it's hard to see us scoring a lot of goals, but I think we might do enough to win it. And uh, I, I'm saying maybe one 0 or two one, just just based on on how they've played all along. So I'm not yeah. I'm not expecting a three all or a three two or anything
0: like that. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. I it's, think not, it's, fair it's not enough how, it's analysis. not how yeah. it's not It could be if you know judging on last game we played them obviously twenty seven shots no goals. Um, they I looked up just out of figure and I looked up out there how many shots they can see per game. Burnley concede fourteen point seven shots per game. Now I wonder how heavily weighted, uh, how what it would be like if you were to take out the Aston Villa twenty seven shots, uh, twenty seven shots per game. Which yeah, which, I suppose yeah, yeah. You know that's that's almost double that that's that is it's almost double of what they, what they concede as it is at the moment. I would say it'll probably drop by about three or four shots. So you know, uh, it, that's where statistics can become a small bit misleading when you take out a massive outlier like that twenty seven shots in a game. Uh, it 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 does lend a different um a, a different piece to to the puzzle, should I say? Uh, also, I think one thing that that needs to be, I suppose, uh, that I want to bring up is that, and I'm coming all prepared. It's like I actually prepared for this podcast today. Um, Burnley give away a couple, give away a lot of frees. They give away 11 point, uh, uh, roughly between 11 and 12 fouls um, per game. So, yeah. Like add, add Jack Grealish into the bargain there and we're probably looking at maybe increasing that by two or three. I suppose once again another area where statistics become a small bit misleading is I don't have the foul map for this as to where the fouls are given away but um, I would imagine a lot of them were given away in the middle of midfield or or in and around our box to stop people getting yeah. into the box. So, so what I remember
1: they gave a lot away around their box too in the last game. We just couldn't make any of them. Uh, we couldn't hurt them with many of them so Yep. Um another person before we run out of time, I'm a bit alarmed by this alarm clock. <laughs> um I wanna mention Nick Pope. I think he's the second mm-hmm. best goalkeeper in the league at the moment on form. Seven clean sheets. You know, I think it's the best goalkeeper against the second best goalkeeper. I don't know, I don't have the statistics to back that up. That's just my opinion. If if we didn't have Emmy Martinez, my next choice on form would be Nick Pope. I think he's I think he's gonna be a world class goalkeeper. Uh I think they've struggled to hold on to him. Um, seven clean sheets playing for Burnley this season is, is no main feat you know we're, we're, we're patting Nemi Martinez on the back with nine mm-hmm. considering how well we're playing it is nine is it eight or nine uh, definitely yeah, it's eight more than Nick
0: Pope <laughs> so we'd, we'd it's more than Nick Pope
1: yeah so uh, yeah we, we'll have our work cut out for us for sure um, it all depends on, on how we, we set out ourselves but you know um, I do expect us to get a goal uh, depending on how Burnley fight back, it will determine whether we need a second one or not. But
0: and what will be do we set up? What way do we set up? Paddy? Yeah, will there be many changes? Does McGinn just come back in? I think. I think that's probably the likely outcome. McGinn comes back in, and we go back to our our favourite eleven.
1: I think so. I think that's the only change for me. Um, mm. it, it, it's hard. It's it's tough on the camera. I thought he had a really good game at the weekend, but. I think providing every, we've got a fit bill of health, I think we will see him again back in there.
0: Yeah, I think so no too. No other
1: changes, no other changes for me.
0: Yeah, I think so too. Um... Yeah it's it's it, it, I'm look, I'm really looking forward to the game you know getting back to back wins would be fantastic for this club considering that we did have a small bit of a blip of uh you know not not in the winter of December but obviously the two Manchester games um were, were a small bit of a blip and the uh, horizon two wins here bring us right back into contention with where we want to be and uh you know we got to make hay while well, the sun shines with these uh with these games in hand I think just like you mentioned there, I think there will be the same eleven as as there has been. Um, uh, for me, I think it will be a one 0 win, maybe maybe a two two win, depending. Once again, I think this, I think our team performs differently on when it scores. So I think if we score early, uh, we might go on and, and snag another one. But uh, which which actually kind of sounds a bit silly even to say that. But our team does that. If we score early, the tails are up. We're a good front runner. We seem to be a good front runner. We weren't last year, where we were leaving leaving uh, uh, leads uh, dissipate during games and, and allowing teams back into it. But I think we'd be a good front runner. I think Truro will have an awful lot down that left wing. I think he'll be given a lot of freedom. Jack will be on the right wing. Jack will be given freedom on the left wing. McGinn's industry and endeavour in the middle of the field will be really, really good. Dougie Louise back to his best. Mings and Kanza. I'm hoping we'll get there, get the head to everything. And as I say, Villa one 0 or two 0 win and there goes the timer, <laughs> <This> timer. <laughs> i think i had to speed up there just to get it, to get it in for a finish But um no that's uh but that is our uh our preview of the uh, aston villa burnley game um and i think that's it i think we fitted everything in in the 10 minutes
1: i think so yeah, probably could have elaborated a bit more, but with, with so many games and inflicting so many podcasts on everybody, we better uh, we better sh-
0: shift through these uh, previews, I suppose, this is the right it. way to do it. This is it. This is it. I think we've had five podcasts in the last five five days. so it's uh, uh, But look, wouldn't have it any other way. Wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> um, So thanks very much, everybody, for listening. On towards Burnley. As I said, two wins in a row, making here while well, the sun shines with our games in hand is exactly what I want to see over the next few next few weeks. Uh as I say tentatively confident for this game. But then again I was when we had 27 shots and we didn't and we didn't score as well. So uh you always know there is this thing in the table with the Deshaun Dyes team as the likes of Liverpool and um and Arsenal have found out. Uh did it did they beat Arsenal or did they draw with Arsenal actually? I can't remember.
1: No. Draw, uh, I think, maybe
0: I think they drew with Arsenal, uh, did, uh, somewhere along those lines. It just, it, it, it I think it was anyway. They did, beat they, Arsenal 1 0. Did they? Uh, they beat Arsenal 1 yeah. 0, yeah, and beat Liverpool 1 0. So, so they can get at, uh, they can get at teams if they if they allow them, yeah. um, and the fact that they albeit team, it was a own goal yeah, but it, but even they, can, if you can keep a team like Liverpool, uh, scoreless, you know, you must be doing pretty well. Um, Absolutely. if even we couldn't do that. <laughs> we couldn't do that but um yeah as i say we've got over 10 minutes so i need to shut up both game uh you can thanks everybody for listening you can follow up Hattie on at Villa patty you can follow me on at love McGraw pod um as i say there are some hats some more hats in again if anybody would like a hat drop me a dm absolutely uh you know we have them there you can see a pin post for any post postage details or for any details regards um uh, regards pricing as well it's a pinned post on our uh, on our twitter page and onwards towards burnley and all that's left to say is up the villa up the villa